Namo tasa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhasa Namo tasa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhasa Namo tasa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhasa Udang damang sanghang namasami So we should take a second and make the mind quiet, uh, still the mind, and this action and intention to bring the mind to a state of calm is punya, kusala, it's good. When the mind has become still, we uh, see its natural tendency towards proliferation and constant movement. Uh, we find that it's constantly being assailed by various impressions. And much of the time, we may want to stop our thinking and stop thought, but are unable to because of the depth and the fixedness of the habit. We want to make the mind quiet. And to do this, we must practice and learn how. Every aspect of the practice and every kind of practice, both in life, uh, in the world, outside, and in Dhamma, requires uh, patient endurance to succeed. So whether we're speaking about worldly pursuits such as study, uh, work, or the formal practice of Dhamma, one must develop a stable and patiently enduring mind. At this point of the new year, we must take the opportunity to establish and bring the heart to a state of goodness from which to begin this next period in our lives. We should intend over this next year to make the heart and mind better than they were before. Really, the passing of years represents simply the circling around the sun and we can think back over our lives one year, five years, ten years ago, um, even a hundred years before, before we were even born and see that the nature of the world and all phenomena change constantly, uh, are characterized by impermanence and changeability. People are born, the bodies change, and they age. But the mind itself does not change. It does not age if there is no practice. If we do not work and put forth effort to improve it, it remains in its darkened and tainted state. When we think about this relationship of the body and the mind, we must see that the mind, or the citta, maintains primacy over the body. The body relies on the mind. If we have a good mind, then it leads the body to a state of goodness as well, to health, and it leads the body in all of its actions. It's because we desire to go study, to work, to do good, that the body takes action and follows these, but the primary mover is always the mind. So, if we recognize this primacy of the mind, 
we can become especially intent and determined to purify and brighten the mind, to practice. And if we do put forth this effort and practice, we will meet with success. The Buddha had great paramitta, or spiritual perfections, and this quality of determination was something he cultivated for a great deal of time as a bodhisattva or an aspiring Buddha. We should look to his example and put forth a similar level of determination and effort to bring our own hearts and minds to purity. So we must find a refuge in the triple gem of the Buddha, the Dhamma, and the Sangha. This is a true home for us. And the Buddha taught us to know the blessings that we find throughout our lives uh, that are related to this triple gem, the goodness that we can gain from various wholesome activities in our lives. But ultimately, the true refuge, the true blessing is this faith and this home in the Buddha, the Dhamma, and the Sangha. As we take on a aspiration and pursue it, such as the clarification and purification of the mind, it's normal that we will encounter obstacles. This is completely a part of the practice, and nothing in the practice is all easy. There is always difficulties and friction. In the Dhamma, we must learn to patiently endure as well. When we cultivate this firmness in heart that lets us patiently endure through difficulties, it lends itself to and supports the development of samadhi or unification of mind. The unification of mind progresses in stages. We speak about the stage of kanaka samadhi, or momentary concentration, when the mind briefly becomes calm, uh, followed by a stage called upachara samadhi, or neighborhood concentration, when the mind becomes very, very still, but still has a measure of thinking. Finally, there is the state of jhana, uh, in which the mind completely absorbs into an effort or into an object, but to cultivate this level of calm requires practice, effort, and diligence. As a lay person, one must practice. One who knows Dhamma relies on the wisdom that they've gained from the Dhamma in all aspects of their lives. And the Buddha taught like this, we must use our practice in tandem with worldly wisdom as well, uh, learning a craft or a way of livelihood that lets us support ourselves and our family. And if we know our trade well, if we have a way of supporting ourselves, then we'll encounter less suffering in our life as we can support those we care about. But even this requires effort and relies on such uh, diligence. In any aspect of life, if we are not sincere, then we cannot expect to meet with success. But if we are diligent, if we study, then we will find that what we desire comes to pass. And this is especially true for the practice 
of cultivating the heart. When we are established in good sila, uh, good morality, and are restraining our actions of body, speech, and mind, we will find that it's easy to cultivate the meditation object of buddhanisati, or the recollection of the Buddha. Um, we can look towards this bright object of meditation, the knowing quality, the awakened one, uh, through various means, either thinking about a chant we know of him and uh, recollecting the meaning of the chant, or simply reciting a chant which we've memorized and keeping the words going uh, as we sit or as we walk. The most pure and simple form of this practice of buddhanisati is the practice of the parikama, or meditation word buddho, which means awake. Uh, we can use this in tandem with our breath or on its own. If the mind is too subtle, or if the mind is too coarse and unrestrained to stay with the meditation object buddho in all of its simplicity, then we can take on a more uh, robust meditation object, such as the chanting of the epitaph of the Buddha, Itipiso Bhagawa. Um, and when we chant this, we can aim to chant it ten uh, or more times in a day, even up to 108 rounds in a day. And one can set this intention to try to chant in their mind this uh, recollection of the Buddha. Uh, but one should do it with a attitude of letting go. And if one fails to make it to the full 108, one should not worry about it or get distressed. Uh, practice cannot be done with an anxious mind. Rather, we are setting a wholesome intention. We can find that in our daily lives, if we travel or if we are uh, commuting here and there, then we have the time to cultivate this practice of chanting in our hearts. And this is the work of the heart. It changes it, purifies it, improves it, and makes it better. And this is not just for monks. Monks have taken on a certain directness in the path because they have a lot of time for the practice. But the essential element or ingredient needed for sincere practice and realization is in the heart. E even as lay people, we have the breath, and if we have the breath, we can know and be heedful of it. And in doing so, we are no different than the monks, and can bring the mind to calm, understand reality, and gain insight. The essential etymology of this word kamatana, uh, kama means action, tana means basis. So it's a basis of action. And as we bring our mind again and again to the breath or to the uh, meditation word buddho, we are establishing that mental action upon that basis of uh, the practice of breath meditation or buddho. When the mind has become quiet, the heart will gain calm, and then after being calm for a time, will slowly back back into its normal state, uh, retreat back into its normal state. But with regular practice, the calm will become more and more common, and we will begin to feel lightness in body and lightness in mind. Our problems will seem less uh, difficult.
So think of the Buddha to do this. Recollect the Buddha to bring about such a state of calm and brightness in the mind. Um, one should find that when they think towards uh, such a good and wholesome object, that faith arises. With the rising of faith, one experiences rapture or pity. Uh, with rapture, the body and mind become bright and light. With such brightness and uh, clarity in the mind, a happiness not dependent upon outside conditions manifests. And we find that uh, a well-being based completely on our inward state is cultivated, which is dependable and a refuge of sorts. So if we practice with sincerity and effort, we can expect to succeed. The Buddha says it all comes down to this, to effort. When we put forth effort to give up a negative feeling or mind state, this is a right exertion of effort. If a good mind state comes up and we work to protect and preserve it, this is also a good exertion of effort. Obstacles may come to our path and to our study, but these are things we let go of and continue to practice uh, with sincerity. So, for this new year, please uh, set your intention to clarify the mind, to cultivate metta, to work to sacrifice for others, to protect your health, to protect your family, and to bring about goodness in every aspect of your existence. If one doesn't take care of the body, it can become an obstacle to practice. However, if one does care for the body, it can help. And similarly, if one cares for the mind very well, then even a sickness in the body can serve to cultivate insight into the nature of the body and uh, wi uh, clarify wisdom. The knowing in the mind can become clearer and clearer. But if we do not work and put forth effort to develop our hearts, then they will continue to fall, darken, and become stuck on the objects of the world. So on this day and uh, moment of the new year, we should set our intentions to do good. After this, we will chant the pritta, or prittas, or protective chants. And if that's done with mindfulness, then the sound and resonance of the chanting can spread uh, far and wide. Uh, this is the power of the recollection of the Buddha of such goodness, is that it knows no bounds. And if we chant sincerely, then we are practicing Buddha-nusati, or the recollection of the Buddha. So, this year, work to make what greed, hatred, and aversion arise in your minds uh, less. If you see some unwholesome state come, let it go. Spread metta, practice. You will become pure. The Buddha is born in the heart through this. The quality of knowing is uh, manifest internally. And Nibbana becomes something that anyone can encounter. We know enough about other subjects in the world. What we have yet to know enough about is Buddha. 
the quality of knowing. So put forth more time for practice. Rejoice in the fact that you've spent this evening putting forth time to give to the formal meditation. Develop the mind. And recollect what good luck you have in this life to have a strong body, to be able to sit, walk, and practice, to have a mind that is sharp enough to think and to study and recollect Dhamma. Be sincere. Uh, let go of what difficulties or mistakes you made in the past. It's normal. We're human. See how old happiness is gone. No matter how good the past year's happiness was, see that it's now no longer there and cannot be considered a true refuge. And see that the same is true for old suffering. All things pass. But if we've left the causes for such things, whether good or bad, they will come again. So make the heart good now. Create good conditions now. The old is past, and it's time to set our intentions towards uh, creating a good future and present. Uh, make the mind present in the moment, and think of the Dhamma. See that just as the sun circling, uh, rising and falling in the east and west is conventional truth and illusion, really it's just the earth spinning. And similarly, these impressions in the mind that seem to rise and fall are just conventions as well, illus illusory. In reality, there is no east and no west. Only this wisdom that we can see when we make the mind bright, calm and collected. So, once again, bring the mind to calm, cultivate patient endurance, be restrained in action and mind, strengthen your mindfulness, bring the mind to calm, this will give rise to wisdom, and then you will see the body and mind in all things as they truly are. <laughs>